And it shouldn't surprise anyone that they're on a roll now to take the rest of the world over into their beautiful, brave new world. And step by step, hopefully, they'll reduce the populations of the whole planet, but not before they use us all to bring about the new system. That's the beauty of how they work. And psychopaths certainly do take trouble in going over the details before they launch anything. We hear now about the, this avian flu, and for sure enough, for about 15 years now, professionals have been going on about the avian flu, this bird flu, that's for the birds, that's going to get us all. And we'll be talking more about this and what the government's giving out to their own employees after the following messages. Families. 
to make arrangements for individuals to get the medical evaluations required for the prescription drug to be issued. It goes on about the, the antiviral effects, the effects of this particular um, flu and the drug. This Tamiflu is an antiviral drug that can reduce transmission of the virus or even prevent infection, in addition to lessening the impact of the virus after an individual has been infected, administered orally in capsule or liquid form. This is being prepared for an outbreak of the avian flu requires the agency to act now and requires OCC employees to understand and support the decision. If you want your job, you'll support it, of course. This potential OCC investment only makes sense if the majority of the staff agree to get the necessary medical evaluation and obtain the Tamiflu prescription in coming months and then use it as directed if avian flu strikes. And it goes on and on to tell them how to convince their families and all the rest of it and to get it before the end of November if possible. And this Office of Controller of the Currency was created by the Congress to charter national banks to oversee nationwide systems of banking institutions and to ensure the national banks are safe and sound. That's the OCC that sent that out to all their employees now. So there's no doubt something probably will come down the way when it's time and all hell will break loose because you've got to have an economic depression, you've got to have some sort of plague breaking out, and you'll be at war at the same time. Three things in a row. But it's better than that. Now, I think we have, is it Brian on the line? Oh, it's Alan from England. Okay. Alan from England, are you there? Yeah. Hello? Hello. Hello, Alan. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. How are you doing? I spoke to you a few weeks ago. Yes. That's right. Um, always... Very um, assuring to hear your voice, Alan. Uh-huh. Um, I did ask you about exopolitics, if you remember. Um, yep. You didn't make any comments about that. Um, I understand all of the, the theories of it and so on, but I'll tell you, nothing's going to work. Nothing is going to work or change anything until we realize that there are psychopathic types within society, all strata, and this has happened down through thousands of years. We always think we're getting ahead. We, we knock over tyrants once in a while, only to see new ones arise because these characters keep coming up. And they go into all sides of politics, even they speak for the people too. We saw this in the, even in the Soviet system. There was supposed to be a, a system for people to voice their concerns and, and, and uh, all agree upon where they wanted to go. And the same category of psychopaths got to the top in no time at all, shoved out all those that had the old system, or, or at least the, their initial values in their minds. They pushed it to the side. It seems to me that they've infiltrated just about every Everything. Quarter, You're right. Including uh, things like disclosure projects. Yes. Uh, with secret programs of all sorts. Yes. And, um, you know, once again, we have this sort of common denominator mm -hmm. of, as you described them quite accurately, as uh, a gaggle of, you know, psychopaths in mm -hmm. control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but your, your, in your own personal um, expertise, you know, and, and, and I'm sure many people are listening and admire uh, your, your, your opinions on history and what you know and what you've learned and you're passing it on. But how do you see that given that, you know, uh, show, there are many shows like yours uh, that are increasing awareness. Yeah. And it's a growing awareness. It is, yeah. Uh, it, it is indeed. And it's a fantastic thing to to be living with in the present, you know? To, yeah, to I, I know. 
Yeah. But, but what we have to do is do exactly to them, to everyone who wants to have any power whatsoever uh, over the public, to have them tested with the, with, the, with the strictest. But we also need to teach in schools how to recognize the psychopathic traits. That's the only way you'd ever stop them getting up there, because mm. these are cunning people. Well, maybe uh, that's they're, why they're there's all... more and more people doing homeschooling, perhaps. Yes, uh, that too, there's no doubt whatsoever. That's, uh, an incre- I mean, that's a statistic that they don't want to tell us about. Yes. But in America in particular, yeah. and also in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the U.S., there's, there's, no, there's no secret that those who are homeschooled are grabbed by the universities because they're so far ahead of their, the regular students that go to yeah. usual schools. Yeah. But, that's, but, an interesting, uh, that's an interesting uh, thought right there, isn't there? It is. However, given that again, they're trying to break down the family, oh, the, the, they're trying to break down the family unit. But they also you see that's why they instituted the National Educational Association, which is also the International Educational Association. It was to standardise all views and opinions, so there'd be no free thought really. Mm-hmm. It was to create a, a form of matrix thinking where you, just like religion did for thousands of years, you would be in the middle of the box, and all you would view was the was the the walls of that box. That would be your parameters of thought. Well, it's the same thing with it with the educational system. They wanted to standardise everything under the one system, and then give you a fake reality. Uh, I've never heard it discussed in school why we have to be trained through school, and and, and given all this nonsensical history and uh, a, a phony value system trained to, to run out into the world, compete and, and get to the top and, and then be successful. people thinking for themselves, basically, and discovering yes. themselves. Absolutely. But what I, life I, is I supposed would wonder, to be you, like know, I, you know, your show, I so admire uh, people like yourself, and there are so many of you, Then I don't have to mention the names, and anyone who's listening, um, is that uh, these people are doing this for no money, and, you know, it, the important thing is that we are all living in communities and we are all just living, you know, yeah. and human beings. Yes, we are. And um, the great service that people like, um, Alan, that you're doing, uh, and if you don't mind me saying, is to awaken people and it's wonderful and I just, uh, God bless you. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for calling. But I tell you, that's um, uh, that's really what keeps you going, and it certainly does keep you humble, because you realise that you're you're making a difference in this world, and hopefully, maybe somehow, we can even prevent more horrors from happening. Uh, they'll yeah. go down in the statistics and the history books, yeah. uh, and especially with the people of Iran. Uh, I feel so sorry for these people and families yeah. over there that's going to be uh, decimated if these boys at the top get their way too. Well, let's pray that that doesn't happen and that people can see some sense. It would be an act of complete desperation by the criminals, the ones who started all of this. Yeah. And they're, they're only criminals and psychopaths. Well, they are, they are criminals and psychopaths. I've met plenty in the music business because you get into their homes after big concerts and stuff and you hear them talking. Yeah. And they laugh. They laugh and they do stuff that's so debauched. The average person that, that thinks they're civilized and respectable would be completely dumbfounded if they saw. The other thing that worries me, Alan, is that I met a young man, because I teach uh, music technology and all that. I think I explained that to you before. Yeah. Um, and I met one young man who's into all of this green sort of like uh, eco-warrior fanaticism, you know, kind of yeah. paradigm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I pointed out to him, look, the dollar's going to crash, and that's all done by design. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's all, you know, 1929 all over again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all engineered. And he said, oh, who cares about the Americans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's he's again. supposed to be an environmental, <laughs> pro, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. hippie sort of peaceful Green Party type. You know what I mean? That's he's right. Supposed to be like that, but he don't care if millions of Americans die. I mean, yeah. what is going on with this double think? It's like again. Remember, in all groups, and all groups will attract different types. They try to get to the top. Hold on, and I'll talk to you after the, this, these foreign messages after the break. Or, or, or empathy. They're born without that. And that's bad. 
people for a long, long time. Uh, it, it simply is not there. Now, they're very good at putting a show of it on, but the, the sort of characters that could go to a graveyard and even put a tear out and turn away and laugh at a joke a, a split second later. We actually saw this happening with Bill Clinton when they went to the Brown funeral. Uh, he, oh, he, he stood around at the grave and then he walked away and someone told it and he burst out in hysterics. And that's the psychopathic trait right there, you see. Mm. Yeah, they don't well, have, you know, really. yeah. that's right. I think it's all over the shop. You know, it's, it's highly prevalent I, today. I think, it's, I think that people emulate it. I mean, in business, yeah. you know, they're predatorial. You know, That's they're, they're what business is. Banking and whatever. Yeah. All, all of these um, money, anything to do with, uh, you know, profit. Yes. And they put profit first and service second. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that if you do it the other way around, the profit, you know, you will get the money if you give the service, you know. Yeah, and the money circulates too. Yeah, and, and if, you're, if, you're sent, if you do things that work rather than, you know, what people perceive to be right and wrong, yeah. because we've got to respect that everyone's got their own perceptions. That's right. You know. And, However, and, you know, the, again, the, the problem today is we're, here we are at the end of, I mean, this is the 21st century, and we kick it off with, uh, with more wars. And it's to be the, the war of all wars, to end all wars, to bring the global system in. And then they're going to have a war of terror on the population of the whole world because they need an enemy. And this mm. is, again, the psychopathic thinking. They can't mm. let go of power. And that's what we've got to understand. These characters will not let go of, of their, their deviant power structure that they've created. And you're oh, right. But, they give us a culture which we then emulate. Have, without any doubt, Alan, they have demonstrated that they are prepared to do just about That's anything. Right. Absolutely. Anything. Murder, Adolf Hitler whatever. in the bunker. You Adolf Hitler in the bunker. Yeah. He said that if the German people failed to, to take over uh, the Europe and win that war, then by the Darwinian standards of survival of the fittest, they all deserve to perish. That's what he said. In other words, so you're, he, you're, was, look, he was funded by Wall Street and the Bank of England. We know yes, that. Yes, he was. And he, because they were more scared of Stalin, because they took them downstairs in the basement and shot them. Yes, I know. And then, then of course, well, I Professor think I Sutton. Let, get off the line now and let someone else speak. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you again. I'll talk to you again then. Sure. I'll listen to the rest of the show. Nice to talk to you. I'll talk to you again. Yeah, bye. bye. And, and Professor Anthony Sutton wrote two great books on this, and he was um, a top man who went into the congressional records of uh, after wars and so on, and he wrote Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution, who funded the Bolshevik Revolution that became the Soviet Union. It's the same bankers, same families in the West. And then, of course, Wall Street and the rise of, uh, of Hitler. Same thing again, as well worth reading into. These characters have been behind all wars. They've never been prosecuted for them, uh, even though George Bush's, uh, I think, grandfather uh, was initially prosecuted but wasn't put in prison for trading with the enemy act during World War II. They were all financing the Nazi side. And we wonder why we're seeing fascism all over the place. It's the same bunch in control. That's why it's here. Now, I think we have... Um, we have Chris in New Hampshire on the line. Are you there, Chris? Hi, how are you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, thank you. I, I want to let you know that I, I listen to your podcast mostly every day for quite a... Uh, hold on a second, and we'll talk after the break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.
I walked back with cutting through the matrix and got Chris from New Hampshire who had cut off, got cut off just before the break. Are you still there, Chris? I'm here. Yeah, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm on my cell phone. Yeah, you're clear. Yeah. Thank you. I've been listening to you for months now, mostly every day on your on my iPod, downloading your podcast. Yeah. And um, like most most listeners out there, I, I listen to you for free, and I, I want to apologize for never buying any of your products. Yeah. But that's going to change because I want more. And like most of your other listeners, I'm sure that uh, given the time and the opportunity, we would have hundreds of questions that we would love to ask you. Yeah. But right now, there's only one right now that's pressing on my mind. You see, I drive to work every morning in Massachusetts, and every morning I see the planes up above laying down their trails, and they're crisscrossing in the sky. Yeah. And I watch them from my window at work, and I watch them start to spread and spread, and by early afternoon, those trails from the jets have come into a complete cloud cover in the whole area. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, I, I'm pretty scared to death. I mean, we yeah. can't drink the water. You can't buy bottled water without getting estrogen. Uh, to coin a term that you use, we're being sprayed by bugs. Yeah. You know, I, I caught um, asthma as an adult uh, yeah. in my 30s. I've never had it before. And I'm not, yeah, I tell you, pain. that's the interesting. I've, been, I've had about five people in one month, all, most of them actually 40 and over, who've come down with asthma for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And um, my question, I guess, would be what can I do to protect myself and my family from the, these aerial spraying? I guess it's everywhere. It, you it, can't it, well, escape it. Now, that's the problem. You have no idea uh, that it's everywhere. It's all over the world. I know. And, uh, I get it from Australia, New Zealand, uh, all over. They're, they're doing this spraying. And uh, I, my mind always goes right back to Mr. Rumsfeld. Uh, yeah. In news here when he talked about the, uh, the aerial, aerosolized Prozac and Valium to spray over major cities to calm the people in times of major crisis. And I thought, my God, they're actually doing it. If you were the boys at the top and you're bringing in this brave new world with a completely new set of values, uh, completely new duties as a citizen to the, the world state, new way of living, you would use every weapon in your arsenal. And I really have to say I believe they're using it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I do feel fatigued all the time. And I myself always remember the chemtrail, um, calm trails or condensation trails. Evaporate quickly, but do, do stay up there all day. They are there literally all day, um, 10, 12 hours into the nighttime. They're still up there. Yeah. And so, is there, I've searched the internet and tried to find ways that, you know, how can I protect myself less than wearing a hazmat suit? Is there anything that we can do? Uh, the main thing you can do is in the home, you can, there are certain screening types you can get that were used for shelters for um, underground shelters, but there's, there's filters you can actually put over windows and so on, uh, anywhere where, where you want air coming in to try and keep out whatever's in all this stuff. I know that there's different barium and aluminum oxide because I've had it tested myself. It killed my yeah. dog uh, two or three years ago. And um, uh, it, was, it was eating the snow. It, it was eating compacted snow at the end of winter, and it was highly concentrated spray from the whole winter and uh, the dog died, and I, I got information that time other people's pets were dying too from the same causes. Mm-hmm. So highly toxic, 
um, definitely try and stop the air coming in through, through these filters. There's companies out there you can buy them and fit them to your windows yourself. And honestly, apart from wearing a respirator outside, I have no idea how you'd stop it. Because That's what I thought. I, I, I thought that. I mean, I hear a lot of guys on the radio hawking vitamins and saying... Oh, no, listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I never hype fear and, and then give you something to yeah, sell. Yeah, no, I know you don't. But uh, I the rest do. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other day, I flew back from Florida, and I was coming through LaGuardia Airport, and all the TSA were out there in force, and um, I saw them physically patting down this man had to be an octogenarian in a wheelchair with his gray red wife standing by, patting him down, searching through their stuff, while people of Middle, East, Middle Eastern looking are passing cleanly through. And I says to myself, this Homeland Security thing is nothing but a farce, a lie, and a joke. And yep. I am convinced that they are doing that to train us for a police state. Oh, yes, there's no doubt. Everything that's happening, and I've gone through all the... Yeah. The laws that have been passed on the U.S. books since 9-11. Now, they tried to get them passed before 9-11. Some were passed before 9-11 even happened when the Clinton administration. That's why they blew up Oklahoma City yeah. building. Uh, and that, they, that passed that weekend. After that, they tried it the week before. It wouldn't pass. So, boom, and bingo, it gets passed. But, and I can Britain remember the news announcers. Yeah. I remember a newscaster saying they're bringing out bombs from um, the Morrow building. Yes, and then they said that there was a big uh, hole in the ground, but there really wasn't a hole. Yeah. Yeah, I still got so, the tapes. I still got the tapes that uh, I recorded at the time from the main newscasters, and they did say that that FEMA had a, 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 an office at the, in the basement, and they were bringing out all these bombs. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I heard. Well, Alan, thank you very much. I don't want to uh, monopolize your time, even though I'd love to monopolize your time and, and ask you just dozens and dozens of questions. I uh, thank you, and again, I want to apologize for being a free listener all these months and well, um you, you try and, and, and help out because uh yeah that's the only thing that keeps me going yeah i i, I do read some of the books that you you, you request some of them are, are very difficult to read because I, i'm a product of uh, public school yeah. and uh television and reading is amazingly difficult mm -hmm. it will come the more you do yeah, the more you do it the, more, the easier it'll get yeah yeah thank you alan you take care now i think we also have um Another New Hampshire caller here. It's Vernon in New Hampshire. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Right, I'm here, Alan. How are you doing? Not so bad. Not so bad. How are you doing this evening? I'm just surviving in this cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel we all trying to survive in the matrix to the yeah. same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have um, like three. I think it's like three um, um, comment. Um, it's not like three topics. I like to like you to elaborate on because um, I heard that. Um, the global electronic net, which is connected to the harp, has been tested on us. Yeah. And another topic is about um, the economic collapse of the United States. And yep. the third one is about um, that coming pandemic, which is about uh, like unleashing the public of North America. So I'd like you to like elaborate a lot more on it. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about it. They've used the harp on the public. In fact, I think it was the people, it was, a, it was the, the people or the government of Maine had taken something out against the, the U.S. federal government because they were the first ones to, to, at least admittedly, to be tested on without their knowledge. They used harp technology on them and they, they were pulsing their scalar weaponry on them. This is back in the, I think, early 90s. 
and uh, all the social services, police departments and hospitals were taking notes of types that were coming in, what was happening to the people, and they found that they, by altering their frequency, they could be very depressed or very anxious. They found that domestic animals were biting their owners never for the first time, uh, things like that. So behavior alterations it was causing, and uh, that was tested there. We know also that Dr. Nick Bagage put a lot of good information on it, um, he, there's even been programs with him on television, CBC Canada, where they visited, or at least the, uh, one of the reporters visited the Harp facility in Alaska, and you saw the, the, all these antennas arrayed the, on the ground level, hundreds of them, and they are using it. Now you can pick it up on shortwave radio uh, because it beams within the shortwave frequencies, and you can pick these shortwave radio, radios up at some of the radio shacks and, and circuit cities for pretty cheap. But in different frequencies there, you'll hear this roll, 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 roll sound, very powerful sound. And this is, this, this is going on 24 hours per day now. Yeah. As far as the economic system goes, yeah, that's meant to, to really turn down uh, a whole system into panic, a gradual control panic, of course. And out of it is to come a new currency. We get trained along a path to accept something until we plead for them to help us, and bingo, they come out with what they wanted to give you in the first place. They always get us to demand what they want to give us, and that will come uh, with a new, the new Amero, what will be, be given out eventually in the U.S. at the right time, but, but not before you're standing off living plummets for a while. Then the pandemic, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, pandemics are beautiful. I was going to read Thomas Malthus tonight, who wrote a book in the 1700s on population control and what he called the positive factors that, that help with population control. And in amongst the positive factors, he had the Black Plague uh, and uh, putting people in swamps to live, uh, where you build houses in, in areas like that, crowded conditions, uh, big cities or towns with crowds of people put in them. He says we're all conducive to be positive factors on population reduction. So uh, this, has been, this is an old thing, uh, and this came from a member of the British elite, Thomas Malthus. His theories are still used today by those at the top. So we shouldn't be surprised that these, these psychopathic types are still running the show. Um, the Darwin family was exactly the same through Charles Galton, Darwin, uh, who wrote his book in the 1950s in the next million years. He, he backed up Thomas Malthus and all his theories and said why they'd have to kill off so many of the public and so many of the useless eaters and what he called inferior types, inferior types being anyone who, who didn't have noble blood, basically. So that's true. Um, it's all coming together at the same time. Very old plan, and the only problem they had was to herd us along into this big sheep pen slowly, slowly, slowly through crisis and fear and, and keep us entertained as we're doing it, too. Okay, I think I got one more added to that list. I want to ask you what what, what scenario you see they're planning to use to um, to implement that national ID card, which they they really want desperately desperately to give give the public. It could be done either through the next war, uh, this uh, ongoing war, I should say, the next phase of it, uh, for your own safety, you understand, uh, or it could even be put out through the pandemic. Uh, I know that in Britain they said that the ID card that they brought out already over there has the capacity to do all your banking. Uh, so all your banking is to be done through that one card eventually and your medical health and everything through it. So it, it all ties in together. And it's the same company that's made, that's made the cards for Canada that gets them next year uh, when the States gets them too. 
Okay, so you, so we in for like a really, really like hellish time right now, now coming up now. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, up here in Canada, you're paying $1.16 per litre. There's almost four litres to the gallon. And so uh, we're paying one sixteen per litre. And the, the U.S. gas is way down. It's been kept down artificially. Most of the gas you're using in the U.S. is not from anywhere else except Canada. Alberta produces most of the U.S. gasoline. We're paying more in Canada than you are in the States, so you're being subsidized at the moment. But that will get pulled off eventually. Actually, we're paying 292 as of today in New Hampshire for gas. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's still cheap for us. <laughs> <laughs> you call it cheap, but like worldwide is getting like really, really screwed up now. Nah, nah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let you go. It was nice talking to you, Alan. Well, you take care. All right. Bye bye. Uh, I think both D and Michigan are you still there? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Go ahead. Alan. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, this is Dee from Detroit, and I wanted to um, just kind of uh, bring to your attention, if you weren't aware, of um, the company that makes Tamiflu is not the company that owns the patent to it. Uh-huh. I believe it's Roche Laboratories that yes. makes Tamiflu, but the patent is owned by Gilead Pharmaceuticals. Really? And Gilead Pharmaceuticals, former head went into um, civil service. And was that Rumsfeld? Yes. Yes, I thought it was him, yeah. Right. And yeah. so, you know, <laughs> it just sort of um, makes sense. Well, you do know this like, world is so full of coincidences, though, isn't it? Oh, it's just amazing. I think he and Cheney with um, Halliburton are having a uh, contest. But, you know, I mean, so many people, and, and I was one of them, you know, when bird flu was first coming out because my great-grandmother had died of the... Um, uh, uh, the Spanish, Spanish flu, yeah. Yep. So I was really following it and being very concerned. And the second I dug that up a couple of years ago, I just laughed and I told everybody, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know that Rumsfeld, too, was the CEO of one of the big uh, GMO companies that pushed for GMO foods as well at one point. He certainly got around. And, oh, uh, another time he was the head of some of the biowarfare laboratory companies that sold Saddam Hussein all of the weaponry that he eventually supposedly used on the Iranians. So uh, that man has been all over the place. He's just uh, a finger in every pie, and he's still tramping on, telling everybody so so much lies. It's just incredible, incredible. Yeah, still is the major stockholder over at Gilead Pharmaceuticals. I guess he wants everybody just to have their prescription of Tamiflu ready. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I got asthma when I was 40 years old, too. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, as I say, lots of people now are getting it for the first time, and uh, that never used to happen at all. Never used to happen. You generally had it, it would break out around the two years of age, and then you'd know you'd have it. Um, maybe at least, an, and you get often, you, you grew out of it about the age of 18 or 20, you'd often grow out of it. Some didn't, some did, uh, but you never had people. Uh, over over uh, uh, even 20 years of age, it used to come down with asthma for the first time. And now it's just really crazy. But I also, one other little thing, too, is, and I'm, I'm not talking from a heavy Christian Bible thumper, yeah. but trying to live in this world mm. and following the rules that were forced down our throats isn't the way we're going to survive. And you used to years ago, because I've listened to your old talks and a lot of the early Jackie Petru, I have your um, 
your MP3s, your old um, radio shows, and with, I believe, Hasbola. And you touched on and that that power that's within us that we've forgotten. I know Manly Hall would, would, had talked about always the, the, the magic number seven because it's always the five and the hidden two. You know, um, the five vowels everybody knows, but sometimes Y and W. Um, the, and then the um, five days of the week and the two weekend. And then, but it's the five senses that are over and then the two that we're dumbed down from knowing. Yeah. And it just, it, when you, when I first started listening to you, I knew you were telling the truth, but until I heard some of your archives where you started to touch on that, mm-hmm. I have to say I, I, I kind of like listened to you with, you know, still kind of a fence around me because of being led down so many um, dead ends by so many people. And and when you've heard that, I think it really touches the place where so many of us that are trying to deal with what's happening in this world um, are 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 know that that's where a lot of where our power lies. I mean, that's not to say to sit around and go home and um, not um, act on anything or talk about anything or be proactive. But nonetheless, you know, it, it, there's there's some true, very true words in the Bible, and you know, to to love one another. And but it's the living in the two worlds, not serving two masters. Yes. Yeah, I'll address that when I come back from the break. Great, thanks a lot. Connectiveness with other people, 
Well, as you can look around you today, you have to ask the question, are there simply more psychopaths than ordinary people, or is there simply no spirit in them? Uh, that's your moral dilemma. That's your big question, which one is it? And is it really important to differentiate the two? Because the symptoms are identical. The symptoms of the psychopath, in fact, and the dominant type, the arrogance, the, the, the deviancy of them, the way they lie, cheat and steal, and, and snicker at the public, uh, when you've got all the symptoms identical to what used to be called demonic possession, for instance. Uh, so you're looking at the same symptoms, one des described in scientific uh, terminology, one described in religious terminology. We're definitely going through one battle here, and only those who have something in them, be it a natural uh, humanity within them, or spirit, call it what you want, only that's going to get us through. Nothing else will do it. And even if we come through this, we can't have the same system back again because it's totally corrupt. You can't transplant uh, a part of a healthy organ if the other part of it is cancerous. You can't take it to cancer in with you. And this system is inhumane from the, from the bottom, from the start right to the present. It can only get worse. We're told we're successful. If we get to the top by any means possible, suddenly the people will worship you. And that's true. The people love to bow down to the ultra-rich no matter what they've done or how they acquired that wealth. And that's a sad trait in, in what we see with human nature. Uh, it's not easy for those people who still have conscience to live in the society and see all this and understand it. It's only meant for those who are, as I say, psychopathic. They can thrive in the system. I always remember the Rothschild saying the statement when he said, you make your money when the blood is running in the streets because he cornered the markets on munitions and food and so on. That's how bad it is. But anyway, keep going, folks, and we're back again on Friday. So from Hamish and myself, from Ontario, Canada, it's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you. <laughs>